everyone to the Crit Rate Podcast. This is episode 33 for Wednesday, February 22nd. I'm your host, Justin Skirbo. Today I'm joined by Justin Chow. Well, I'm joined by Justin Chow. And I'm joined by Alex Schock. Is that XXXIII, Roman numerals? I don't know why I thought of that. Yeah. So you literally just I think so. <laughs> I think you're right. What the hell it are you is. Yeah. About? <laughs> of all the podcasts we've done, I've never once considered what the Roman numeral would be until today. Triple X, triple I. I yeah. just change the number scheme in, uh, <laughs> in uh, Anchor if people will notice in their Spotify yeah. streams. But what the heck is this? That's certainly a way to get attention. We are back, everyone, for a new week of games and news. And math. Guys, today's a big day. Today is the day that PSVR 2 drops came out today whoa and notoriously i canceled my pre-order so I have no <laughs> idea yeah reviews are good for the tech yeah um i'm i'm hearing it's just a really cool piece of technology but the games are just like fine like you know yeah. they're like good yeah, the, the statements that i were hearing that that felt like they were the most important statements to me were that playstation went from like this very behind the curve VR headset to the best consumer VR headset that's out right now. Wow. But who else is in the really anything to do on it? Uh, well, also who's their main competitors at that price point? Well, are they're they... actually lower than everyone. Right, yeah. well that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like well, technically uh, speaking, oh. well, it's like if you're if you're in the market for consumer VR, it's probably that or MetaQuest or Vive. Is, is Vive still a thing? Yeah, or? and whatever the one Jeff has. I always we'll forget what it's it called. We'll call it PC. <laughs> yeah, PC stuff. upwards um, of $3,000 or something. Yeah, but apparently uh, PSVR is something special. I haven't looked at the specifics. I'm, I'm most curious about the eye tracking. Um, yeah. What does it do? Well, apparently it makes the games run super, super smooth because it will, whatever you're looking at will be the highest resolution and then the resolution slightly degrades the further out you go. So it only needs to render specifically what oh, at the it, possible, fascinating it's like, like brilliant well it's, yeah. like the, it's like a new dimension of the tech that they've been using forever and like horizon you know that it only renders what aloy is looking at yeah and everything yeah. else is unrendered and then whatever you turn just renders which is so weird to me so it's like everything's a void yep is that how it was in real life too? Yeah, but I think now so. it's like wherever you're, you know you are focused, everything else is not rendered. I mean, if you have to, if you have to conserve power, not power. Yeah, well, I guess RAM, right, or memory, or any type of graphical fidelity processing, and you could do it for the thing that you're looking at, and not for the other things. Like that makes sense. Conservation is probably and, key. And they have the technology to. I mean, your eye moves super fast. Yeah, well, that, right. That's the curious part to me because it's like, you know. I don't know if you've gone back and played Super Mario 64 lately, but <laughs> when Mario is very far away from the camera, yeah. he's like a very low poly version yeah. of himself. And then as you come closer, he starts to snap, snap into like yeah. higher resolution. So I'm wondering if you're like playing whatever Horizon game and you like look from one side to the other side real fast, if you'll see it like snap to like better resolution. Maybe it's lagging. I bet that would be That really would be Ugh. so frustrating. That's exactly what I was thinking of. But if yeah, it lags. I, who knows? I remember re- there's like... The human eye is so freaking weird. Like, I think over the course of like a minute, your eye is locking on to like 200 different things. And if you scan your eye or viewers, listeners, if you scan your eye across the room, it does not move in a smooth motion. No. It's no. like point, 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 point. And it, you can't even get it to like, 
it's like you are your eye is just constantly looking for something to focus on yeah which sounds like a nightmare for a tech like this but they figured it out and it's not like ps vr is the only one to do it but yeah it's really cool that they've integrated into it yeah i mean they definitely have they definitely have eye tracking normally on like computer screens and like with a camera so if that is somehow calibrated well enough to work for whatever technology i guess i can understand but like inside the goggles you have like no room that's what i mean like farther away or easier yeah yeah or right so it's like i mean your eyes moving (sighs) relatively speaking pretty quickly yeah and you need to measure it it's just it's it's bonkers technology it is very crazy, and apparently those those single eyes, like each one of them, is like a 4K TV that you're looking at. Like Damn. it's apparently nuts as far as like like you said, the tech is. Concerned. I just I just can't. Uh, I don't know if I would ever truly ever get over how you look with a VR goggle on from the outside. I think yeah. that that is just like the. It just seems so weird. I to, think if I was like purposefully indulging in the novelty of it then i could kind of be fine with it but it's certainly not the kind of thing that i'd like like if i knew you guys were coming over i would not be playing vr yeah hours before right exactly. no, but i mean i don't want to be caught that way i mean yeah you guys are also i mean scribble you're living in a different environment than me but just you're definitely living in a different environment but like there's no one around me yeah you know that doesn't even that doesn't even cross yeah. my mind what i look like outside of sort of just a personal self-consciousness <laughs> um, i'm embarrassed for myself <laughs> kind of, yeah kind of yeah uh it's like oh but i guess i'll have a good time uh, <laughs> sad and hilarious yeah <laughs> but like if i were just sitting in my living room or something or like you know my sister was gonna walk in or something it'd be like i don't know you weren't supposed to catch me like this <laughs> i know i mean uh, once you get your room set up maybe you have a little privacy uh, have like a space to do that we'll talk about it when it gets there <laughs> Anyway, anyway, yeah. I I think as is always the conversation with VR, um, if the games get there, and there's always some kind of a good experience, it doesn't seem like there's really a like a a banger right now. Yeah. Um, but it could be cool. You know, once something comes along, hey, it, that's the thing. I, I'm actually shocked that they didn't lead with like an Astrobot game because I mean the Astrobot game on PSVR one was phenomenal. It was probably the best thing on that platform. And then when PS5 came out and they had Astro's Playroom, like what a perfect game to like just have a as a pack-in title. Is I mean it was great. So there's part of me that's like utilize that character if that's the way that you want to utilize that. It's like 3D platforming, cutesy, whatever. It's uh, it appeals to everybody, you know. But if I were a PlayStation exec, um, I'd probably still go with Horizon because that it's going to sell better than Astrobot. I suppose it's kind of like more proven or something. Like I bet Astrobot didn't like. I agree with you. Both of those games are amazing experiences, but it doesn't have the star power. Yeah. Well, Astrobot's Playroom is by <laughs> far the best selling game on PlayStation 5 because it's on every PlayStation 5. Mm. How about that? I wonder so, what they would have charged for that game. I would pay for it. I like that game a lot. That strikes yeah. me as a $29.99, yeah. maybe $19.99 if you're really. They want to get it out there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, either way, we hope that those that got PSVR today, hope you enjoy it. Um, I think it... It is interesting. I had to change my mind on it because not even... The price point is like, okay, this is like, you know, it's 600 bucks or whatever. It's not nothing. But there's also part of me that's just like, 
it just came at the wrong time. There's just too many other interesting things to be interested in. Like, I can't have my attention yeah. divide. Like, currently, my attention is divided in like six different ways, and that's like very overwhelming for me. You know what I mean? So to divide it on another level and have this like financial uh, like weight on top of it, so it's like, oh, I have to like acknowledge this value. You know what I mean? It's like I hate that. So yeah, it, I not, mean, not the right time. Yeah. Did you see the Kyle? Bosman, Bosman. I never had to pronounce his name. Bosman yeah. video. Bosman. What yeah. Bosman from last week? Uh, from a couple of days ago. We talked about, about VR. He he had a similar. Yeah, he was talking about PSVR and oh, how yeah, yeah, he was like drawn to it because it's just it's a cool toy. It's yeah. just it's what he was talking about the e-reader. Yes, exactly yeah, yeah. right. I have, um, I have that e-reader. So it's just if you have it, it's going to be just a cool thing to play with. Mm. Like at the end of the day, most of the time, like and here's the thing: I am the primary demographic for that. I fucking love playing with stuff. Like novelty <laughs> yeah. will sell me on yeah. most things, you know. That's what got me into Ring Fit Adventure. That and being fat. <laughs> I just need I just need a reason to put the goggles on. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's probably about the games. Star Trek, the Star Trek Bridge Crew too. <laughs> hey, uh, who knows? <laughs> who knows? I don't know. I I think it will happen at some point. I think there will be enough interesting games that will draw attention <laughs> and maybe maybe it'll get cheaper probably not but you know whatever uh I'll, I'm, I'm ready to uh see what facebook marketplace has in about a month people go. will try to offload that i wonder how inexpensive the ps4 one's gonna get yeah right that, that, that's a great that's point it's gonna be like guitar hero instruments type shit. yeah <laughs> uh, i did think about like setting that up again but then yeah, and you know, it's like, I mean, I well, I refound it in the basement, all boxed up and nice. And like when things are in their own box, it does make me a little excited. I'm like, it, it's a weird like unboxing experience all over again. But then there's really nothing to play. That, that how, is its coffin. Yeah, right. Literally. <laughs> how many years was it just sitting under your big TV? Just a mess of cords. <laughs> uh, since I had it. <laughs> Basically. Every time I, like every time we sat down there, it was just like, yeah. I mean, it right was... There. The optimal setup, you know, it was like you were ready to play when, if the mood struck you. Yeah. I mean, whenever I think of that game, I just think of, I think it was like two in the morning, your house downstairs. We might be playing, I forget which version we were playing, but I was just sort of like sunken into your couch and just the guitar was resting on my chest. Yeah. Playing maps for like the 500th <laughs> time. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. Uh, that was weird. What I time, mean, what am I going to be alive? Right. <laughs> I mean, it's funny because like now they mentioned Guitar Hero or rather Rock Band. And it's like I look at that tech. Like I, I, I got so excited when they came out with the little piano. Use that shit one time, <laughs> one time. Yeah. Yeah. The little like mini piano thing. So there's a piano for Rock Band. That was like the last instrument they came out. Oh, interesting. And um, I mean, I had like the the knockoff ones. I had DJ Hero. Wow, I, had, uh, I didn't even bother I with that. Beat Mania but thing. the question is, are these pieces of tech? A interesting anymore, and then B, uh, is it worth keeping them around, or is it just junk? Because I have no inkling or interest in ever playing this again. Nor would I want to figure out what system it belonged to because I can't even remember anymore. You know what I mean? Like, was it Xbox 360, PS3, or is it a four? Or I don't even know anymore. I think, I think, I think it was Xbox actually. There will probably be some. I know a lot of people are on Clone Hero now. Have you heard of Clone Hero? No. So that's like a PC based version of Guitar Hero that like you basically it's like this ridiculous community generated thing where like every song that's ever existed ever is on there. Wow. Like that's 
awesome actually. So that's it's interesting. Super cool, but the only, so all of the instruments have become basically useless except for the I think it's the Xbox 360 and the PlayStation 2 wireless uh controllers huh. because those are the only ones that can like there's like some patch or whatever that you yeah. can install on your computer and they work that way and it's funny because now I think those are the ones I have when I've gone to uh uh like garage sales or yard sales or whatever everyone has the instruments but notoriously they'll have the guitars the ps2 guitar and no receiver and it's like great useless yeah <laughs> Literally it's just no landfill that. junk exactly yeah so uh i have a set downstairs that i got from one um garage sale but i will likely never use it and i don't think the nostalgia for playing those games is ever going to strike me in a way right it's like make me want to hold a plastic guitar in my 35 year old hands <laughs> maybe when maybe when james gets older you'd be like oh check this out this is kind of like a cool arcadey thing about a bunch of music that you've never heard before <laughs> see this oily white guitar that's oh, where yeah. my hands oh, used to be oh, I, I should it. just throw those out ah it, it, what a cool but like what a cool thing like from that time period like oh yeah n- there were no, there was nothing really like that where you had such an accessory. It was a great equalizer. Low key, Ali is disgusting at Guitar Hero. Like yeah, every, like any song max difficulty. Like she's what? really good. That's Whoa. insane. Yeah, did not really really did good. not expect that. Yeah. She shreds. She she does Ugh. shred. But going back to the the idea of like weird video game peripherals that may or may not survive into the future. I'm looking at PSVR two. It's like, yeah, I don't know. I mean, the toy seems nice, but like. Yeah, if, I, I, if there's no purpose for it, so there's no purpose for it. I think it's got a. I think it's. I mean, today's day one. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I know, I know. So I'm, I'm confident that it's got. But some even, legs on it. but even if a good game were to come out, and I was to hear that this good game came out, I'm not sure. You know, I, I think it's going to fall into like, I don't know. I imagine it's going to be a big holiday thing, because when there's not a new console to buy and you want a big thing that you can get somebody, you get that. I mean, this this is what MetaQuest was, what, two years ago? I feel like everybody I knew was getting their friends or significant others a, a VR headset, you know, just because it was like a thing to get them. Yeah, my Quest was 200 bucks, yeah. easy. That's what I'm saying. So I, I look at this as kind of like, you know, something like that. Yeah. And honestly, it, it wouldn't take much more from a game perspective to get me on board for it, you know? Like, I'll play Horizon, but I'm not the world's biggest Horizon fan to begin with, so it's like that... The appeal is quite low there, but pull something else on that interests me. You know, yeah, they, I don't think it would be too hard to get my attention. The one benefit, and we often look at this as negatives from like a uh, the type of gamers that we are, yeah, uh, from our perspective. But the thing that VR has going for it is it just needs to have good experiences. And if you have a bunch of cool experiences, like that's enough for a lot of people. It doesn't need to be a Halo. It is kind of like a new system, though. You know what I mean? Like well, a new console. Yeah. And a play date is just like, that's a cool thing. You know, it's just just a cool thing to play with. You know? You're still enjoying it? Mm-hmm. So I, I think VR still has legs and we'll see where this goes. Mm. But yeah. I'm excited. It's cool tech. Yeah. yeah. It just can't come out when there's like 100 games out. Yeah. yeah. Which, speaking of which, how are we all doing with our current libraries? How, basically, how's Hogwarts going? Yeah, right. I mean, for me, I, I'm still interested in playing that game. I'm still enjoying it. It's still magical. Um, I definitely feel like I've hit that like open world stride where I'm like starting to not care about all the icons on the map. Man, there are a lot of icons on the map. 
Um, and I'm much more like interested in just doing the main storyline and the classes and stuff, but I haven't actually had a chance to play in the past like two or three days. So that's been upsetting, but I mean, overall I'm still enjoying it. Um, it is when I think about video games to play, it is the top video game to play still. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm still definitely going strong on it and it's doing something and maybe you, I know you guys haven't played as much lately, but it's doing something really interesting that I haven't seen many, if any, uh, open world games do, uh, which is it keeps introducing new things yeah, uh, far into the game. Yeah. Like it, the number of hours that I've played in this game, I would have had everything in Assassin's Creed and I'm just running from point to point to point to point, just doing that thing. Yeah. And I, th- I think we're at a similar okay. level. So like it keeps, it's really like burying the lead a little bit where it's like I'm level 33 and I'm still getting new spells and I'm unlocking new areas that I haven't gotten before. Like, did you do the, what is her name? Peppy the elf in, Ho- in Hogsmeade. Yep. yep. That whole weird quest. That was a very long quest. I, I was like, oh, I'll pop over and see what this one random NPC no, wants. Penny is her name. Penny, thank you. Yeah. Uh, crazy long quest. And then you get something unique at the end yeah. that I wasn't expecting. Yeah, hmm. it was pretty cool, actually. I think it's an element of the game that, that you would particularly like. Yeah, look at... Yeah. I, I mean, that came in like 30-something hours into the game. Like, you know, it, it was a while. And the room requirement keeps opening up new things. Like, yep. it... I've never seen an open world game like kind of continue to introduce new things this late. I'm yeah. still getting upgrades for my broom and shit, you know, like I haven't upgraded my broom one time yet. It's that's what I mean. It's just yeah. like it keeps giving you things. Whereas in other games, what what's getting me through it is just the, the joy of the game almost because yeah. all that new stuff is well in the past. Yeah. So yeah. I've been and like, I mean, I know you haven't gotten here freaking seasons change and it's oh, like yeah. oh, that's cool that's pretty wild actually like you're you're on your broom there's freaking snow in your hair i'm like yeah, it's the, awesome. the details of this game it gets i don't know how people can play this game and the reviews are like the the graphics aren't up to code this game is oh my gorgeous god, see that thing oh my god there was a wired the wired review wired article, yeah. yeah a wired review came out that gave the game a one out of ten i know it said that it looked like a ps3 game it's like Yo, it's insane. First of all, you're nuts. Like you're not even in the the realm of reality. What this, the hell is a one out of ten? How did they publish know? that? That I know. So, did we not talk about that last week? It's well, like, it's embarrassing to their it, brand to allow somebody to publish that. It's like to be a one out of ten. It's like well, it's just bad journalism. It shouldn't even boot yeah. off the home menu. Yeah, you know what I mean? Right. Like, ah, uh. I know. And that I mean that feeds all into the. And we've touched on it, but like, you know, the controversy with JK Rowling and yeah, it's just, it's ugly. Did you see that donkey video? No. Oh, oh yeah. God. The most recent donkey video is so funny. It's, it specifically talks okay. about this. It's like, all right, guys, should we play in Hogwarts Legacy? And then it like stops. And then he's like, well, didn't know about everything with Hogwarts Legacy. Not talking about that today. <laughs> yeah. We're talking about yeah. Halo. Oh, there's a lot of controversy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It just does. It's like, uh. it's great. Um, but yeah, it, that that was a sickening thing to say. I was just like, oh my god, like what the like what is games journalism anymore? I know that's so, a great question. Wouldn't, it, wouldn't a decentralized review process where none of these people had any weight? Wouldn't that be great, guys? Yeah, mm. it would be. <laughs> so like, I am. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's the whole it's it's interesting from a certain perspective, like the whole the whole controversy around it, and I totally like as my. Uh, my friend put it like J.K. Rowling's just a butthole. 
And it's like she just there's no getting around it. You know what? I'll I'm, I'll put this out there. I actually like so I I took some time. I was playing Hogwarts Legacy, and I frankly I didn't understand much about the controversy. I just know that maybe she said distasteful things or tweeted something weird or whatever, and now everybody hates her. So yeah, like, no, it's I mean it's a, yeah. So I, I actually started to dig into this, and I watched a number of documentaries, like fucking like hour plus long descriptions about why hog or why harry potter and the whole universe and jk rowling are the worst things that god ever created or that this person ever created and they should be like shunned for it and as i'm listening to this stuff it's just like i don't know if i'm nuts or maybe i'm just jaded or something but they're all bad points like they say that she's a transphobe or something she didn't say anything transphobic like Maybe I'm getting into territory that yeah, I'm I mean, stepping into, but it's it's the kind of thing where it's like I feel like there are certain steps that people take into a direction where it's like she'll say something and then they'll infer processes on that and then just demonize the hell out of out out of her or the books or whatever. Like I was listening to this whole thing about how like the why do I want to call them gnomes? What are they called? Dobby and stuff. Elves, the house yeah. elves. The house elves are basically like an allegory for slavery and all this kind of stuff, and it's like, and it shows that she's I mean, actually a white supremacist and all this sort of stuff. I'm like, there's part of me that's like, I, I hear, I, I can see the through lines that you're seeing here, but it's like, it's also a fictional story that's drawing on these things. It doesn't mean that she's like a white supremacist because this concept that also existed in the real world, awful as it might be is just represented in this fictional story. Like It I, is interesting maybe because... I'm maybe, maybe I'm the jerk. It is actually interesting because I do, uh, in the game, I mean, I'm not a big Harry Potter fan to begin with, but in the game, when you get to go into the kitchen and you get to, like, see the house elves and all this stuff, and you get to, like, experience, like, a little bit more of those characters and stuff, it is interesting how they, like... I'm not going to say it's good or bad, but I will say it's it's fascinating to see how light they make of this hierarchy that is very present, you know? And it's, like... Well, they, yeah, they I mean, they come, I, I, go ahead. It, it's a known thing in the universe. And yeah. I, I kind of like that, that like it, it exists. Makes, yeah. Cause it contrast. It, it's this weird checkered history yeah. of this wizarding world. Well, exactly. And this is the part that, that kills me. Sorry. I, I don't want to jump on or I, well, so, okay. Well, let me just yeah, like, go for it. So that, and that's all separate for me too. Like that's the Harry Potter universe. That doesn't, to me, that doesn't reflect on like jk rowling but like the things that she's said i was just talking to my friend about this too it's like it's more along the lines of like she doesn't understand she doesn't want trans women talking about women's rights or like what it's like to be a woman like she thinks she's experienced that her whole life and then she doesn't feel like they can comment on her experience experience yeah But but that isn't what she actually said though Right, like it, she didn't actually say those words. Like I, I read the tweets. It was something like, you know, women should like, you know, women should feel like, or like, I don't know, women should be treated like women or something like that. Yeah, it I mean, was like, well, she's it, creating like, this two degree separation that she, you could infer what she's saying could be this awful thing. And but it like, is a line. She's creating a divide between what yeah. it means to be a woman versus a trans woman, right? And like that, I don't think the word trans even happened in that tweet. Maybe but that, read the but thing, it's but, like, but it's no. the fact that there's a line, and then you're 100 percent right. I mean, all right, if we're going into like identity politics right now, like you're 100 percent right. It is inferred, but the inf- the inference is still there, and it's like if you're a a person like J.K. Rowling or Rowling, it's a Rowling. I don't even know anymore. Yeah. Yeah. J.K. J.K. Rowling. J.K.R. Yeah. J.K.R. Like 
And if you're at that level of uh, visibility between all these people, the exposure is, uh, I guess, seen as a threat towards, you know, people in that community. I don't know. I I, I guess it, it just feels like it all feels like set dressing on what is... Okay, this, this is. But then who's to say, feel, feel really, the you know? disparity between this, right? Like, I get that all this stuff is happening, and I don't want anybody to be upset or offended or whatever, right? I love everybody. I have friends in all walks of life, okay? And that's not, you know, a disclaimer or whatever, but I'm just saying, like, there's no hostility towards anybody here. But the point is, is that, like, the I feel like the stories that are being told aren't, like, I don't think you should separate art from the artist in this context, but I also don't think that it's really relevant to the cases that are being made here. I mean, frankly, it's like when I play Hogwarts Legacy, I'm actually like, in multiple situations, I'm actually shocked by the level of like, politeness and inclusivity that is on display i'm pretty sure i ran into a there is trans a trans character, character already and, and it be like beyond just the representation angle it's like just the way that they're talking to each other like i'll choose a response that says a thing and the character will respond in the most yeah polite like, yeah diplomatic like <laughs> calm sensible yeah. way where i'm like there's no way my brain would have been able to put these words together like yeah. what are you talking about like you're making fun of somebody and he's like well and that's yeah it's actually so, kind of and, so if that's actually, the so if this person inspired this level of discourse or this this way that the people are speaking to each other is the representation of this world's ideologies, it's like, I don't know if you're fighting the right battle here. Like, I, I don't know. Well, but I also I, don't think J.K. Rowling wrote the game, you know? Well, well, this is the thing. Like, people are upset at her. And it's not like whether, like, depend regardless of how we feel about it, pe- she really hurt people. Yeah. Like, she really hurt this community. And, like, I'm all for that. If you don't like her, don't like her. Like that's yeah, totally that's fine fair. for for me personally. Like I don't have. It's it's just a difficult topic because it's like I'm never gonna watch Kevin Spacey and be okay with that and be like I I can't separate his face from that. Yeah. Um. There are other people that you know Michael Jackson. It's for whatever reason maybe it's time or whatever. It's like there's still or there's more history there for me. I can still listen to freaking Thriller and it's a good song. It's you know. Good song. Pyt. Excellent. Excellent so it, it's just it's such an interesting and like yeah. complex issue, and this this specific issue, she yes she makes money from this. She was not involved in the game at all. Yeah. But so but if you choose to not buy the game because she makes money from it, totally support that. I I I don't I don't like how wired handle it. Like that's where you're gonna be separated. But it for me, I'm okay sort of the universe has the universe has gone past her. Yeah. For me. I mean in a in a lot of ways it's like I don't, I don't know. That that's why so let's bring this back to where the, the topic came up. I think a lot of the byproducts of this association, I feel like it it is not only like the the let's say activism surrounding the connection here to try to like boycott the game or write these you know just crank articles you know about the game and like give it ones out of tens and all this sort of stuff. I don't. I don't think it's done anything to move the needle. And I think what it's really done is shown how fruitless those things are going to be in the face of a juggernaut franchise like this. Because it's, and in my mind, just again, 
I'm, I'm zooming out a little bit and I'm not one of these affected people. So I don't know what it feels like to hear the things that she says and have it affect you personally. Right. Like I'm just not that person, but it's like, you know, I, it, it appears that the game and the franchise and the, and this stuff is bringing people far more happiness and excitement than the, the people that are feeling marginalized or affected by it. And so much so, I think it's also kind of like, it's almost to the point of like silly, the way that it's being represented. Like, this is just not a good fight to fight. You know what I mean? That that wire article that went up and that gave it a one out of 10 did not make me interested in reading that Wired article. It made me think that Wired is a horrendous outlet that's publishing bullshit. But there is a difference, too, between, like, the controversy and, like, Wired publishing a public article. They are inextricably linked, though. Because, like, because the reasoning behind the 1 out of 10 is rooted in the ugliness that is associated with the game. And it's like, so you're tying that brand's level of journalistic credibility to this impression of this product which is ultimately i mean thus far we've looked at this as like this is just a game like we're, we're looking at the game on its merits and if you're a journalist who's hired to yeah, write about I, a game on its merits that is an embarrassing thing to put i out. mean you're I, talking about the I principle of it yeah yeah i'm just talking like i think we're all in agreement that the wire thing i think that's bullshit yeah yeah but like i think the criticism of jk rowling connecting it to this game and if you've feel hurt by that i think it's completely valid to voice that opinion i'm not invalidating that's all i'm saying i'm saying that then utilizing that platform to then like like twist a review of the game into a one out of ten yeah yeah, i know that i think you know place to speak on your your grievances with it is just it's i mean frankly i'm more like kind of disgusted is too strong a word but i'm kind of like unhappy with wired as a brand rather than the person that wrote the article because that person should be able to write whatever they want you know what i mean and do whatever but to leverage the platform and be like this is a wired article is just like it's just bad journalism man like it's just bad journalism it's only time will tell at the end of the day time will tell what is right and what is wrong right i mean i think in all dimensions of whatever this controversy is and like all the parties at play and who says what and whatever, whatever, like you were saying before, if it brings more happiness than, than unhappiness, then we'll find that out eventually, you know? And like, truth be told, like the wired magazine, uh, the wired review that will eventually be rooted out or celebrated, you know? And it all comes down to like what, what ends up happening to the brand of wired and yeah. what ends up happening to the brand of Harry Potter. If Harry Potter continues to, succeed even with all the controversy that's happening regardless then we have our answer well it doesn't matter you know npd tells us that it is made a very serious but look this might be the first year in a very long time that a non-call of duty game might be the best-selling game of the entire so if that's which is nuts if that ends up happening if that is the case then lo and behold there will be more harry potter games but this but that does not invalidate the point that like I think it is still important to voice your opinion on this controversy and sure. stand up to like if you if you feel if you want yeah, no, to voice the, your the, opinion. Yeah, the the impression here is not to invalidate those points at all. Like, right, but it's also like like st- standing like you said before, like standing up to the juggernaut though is still important to do that. And like you do make a difference because J.K. Rowling now, whenever her they know whoever her backers are, whenever they're making games, if her name's attached to it in any way. You're asking for trouble. Like, if this game were called uh, J.K. Rowling's Hogwarts Legacy, this thing gets really ugly. Like, I mean, that that was 
not arguing against what you're saying, but I'm saying like that was the case that these people that were boycotting the game before it came out were saying, and or before what did I just say? The when the game was being boycotted before it came out, that was the position that like this is a J.K. Rowling property and we should all boycott this game, and that yeah, and it obviously did not work. And then like you know, well, I guess it I guess it depends on how what it means to work. You know, like yeah. they raise the cause i mean we're all aware of that yeah, we're all yeah, ta- we're talking about it, it right became now, a so. really huge issue and now even though harry potter's a huge success like having her associated in any way is kind of a liability well what i'm i i will be interested in um <laughs> i heard this point and i was like this this is an interesting point and i'm really curious to see what happens is what's going to happen at the game awards because this is presumably at least for right now front runner best-selling game of the entire year phenomenal soundtrack phenomenal adventure game rpg you know open world game all this sort of stuff it's gonna probably be nominated for some if not many awards there and will the opportunity to back a cause outweigh the integrity of the game the reality that this game is phenomenally well created or well made and a, you know, I hear you. A I hear superior you. piece of artwork saying. that should be respected. I know. For I mean, in, in, a, artwork, in a weird you know? way, it really toes the line of like, well, I mean, I guess it's partially that the the idea of like, like almost like a freedom of speech kind of thing. It's like it's almost like if it if it does go to the game awards, where it's like, well, this is an undoubtedly good game, right? But the controversy around it is kind of murky. Do we? kind of like do, do we play do into shun, that do you shun the game well do you not give it any awards exactly you I, I know mean, i just that's where i mean that's where you get into the difficult conversation where it's like this is what i'm saying if you it's, dig it's deep be interesting to see if what you, happens if you dig deep enough like you're gonna get to some shitty people across the board i mean didn't diablo 4 coming out this year like all the shit with activision yeah like all these companies are kind and of shit. the question is like well that's that does that's it actually matter video, does it every video game sucks I mean, well, and then the end of the, yeah, right, the end of the day, or like the, when the rubber meets the road, it's like, well, does all that controversy matter, or do people just want their games? You know what I mean? And it's like, well, we'll find the answer out. Time will tell, you know? Time I think will tell. My, I think my kind of takeaway from this is like, I'm all for you, like, take your stand. Like, if you don't want to play Harry Potter, you don't want to give them, if you don't want to give them money for this, I totally 100% support you. I don't like what wired did um and it's 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 difficult because there's there's so much animosity and there's like people getting up in people's faces when they're buying this from like gamestop and everything but it's just it it is an incredible game but it is so hard to separate that and it depends on some people yeah definitely it it can be really hard to separate that because it's also like a such a current issue like another example is there's uh the quarterback, maybe you've heard of this, the quarterback on the Browns, Deshaun Watson. Nope. Um, there was this whole controversy because he like sexually assaulted like 25 massage therapists. And, Simultaneously? And basically got away with it and is now back in the NFL. Mm. But like, also like 95% of, that's too much. There's a, I, I, I there's a ton of NFL, pl- hold on, just like, there's a ton of NFL players that are just like total shitheads like, awful awful people Dude, but questions like, do something to you right but like my brain can only go so far but i'm still mad at that guy like i don't want him on my fantasy football team that kind of thing hmm. but it's like i don't know where to draw the line 
and you have to. I think you have to it's figure a personal that out for thing, isn't it? Yeah, it's, yeah. yeah, it's definitely a personal. Like thing. I have. I a mean, f- just just to comment briefly on that, it's like there, there's a difference between an opinion that somebody holds and a legal issue. Like if that guy broke a law and he, like uh, and like he wasn't charged. He wasn't charged though. But th- that's what I'm saying. So that like when you are literally breaking a law, your case gets put up to the justice system, and you could feel some kind of like you can feel one way or the other about it. But ultimately, that person has to face some level of scrutiny and if they didn't get uh you know maybe somebody got paid off or whatever the case may be i'm sure there's stupid money going around there so i imagine they're trying to avoid these things by all costs but it's also like there is a line there and the line is you sexually assaulted somebody that is against the law you know what i mean whereas like somebody saying like this is the way that i feel about something and then an entire community dog piles on that person and says like well you're a terrible person for feeling that way and i hate your products now that it's just like not invalidating that opinion, but I'm saying there's a difference between breaking a law and sharing an opinion. Well, th- my point wasn't breaking the law. My point, I wasn't even comparing it to J.K. Rowling. It oh, was okay. comparing uh, Deshaun Watson and what he did to all the other players who have done similar things, but you kind of just forget about it after a while. Sure, yeah. Like, oh yeah, like wasn't there one that like? I mean, there's like, like wife dog, beaters dog and there's fight guy. There's like, that was I mean, the guy that I dog fight guy. So it's like. I don't know how to separate in my own mind all the time where it's like, and I put this in the fantasy football lens. Like whenever I'm drafting my team for the year, it's like whoever was the, the shithead last year, it's like, I have all these assholes on my team. You can't not have a team without assholes. Yeah. Well, that's ever, and that's every game that we're playing. I mean, another game that I'll talk about when, uh, when we come back to it is suffering a, a similar situation right now, which is atomic heart. But I'll, I'll so, get that in, in a moment. I'm like, I don't know. I Her comments, it sounds like people were hurt by them. And if she's this total, it seems like she's just an asshole and that's fine. Like, I, I think everybody, I think everybody's feelings about, about everything are valid. Right. It's like, if you, if she said something that, that, upset you or made you feel like bad or marginalized or whatever. Yeah. I mean like that's a completely valid feeling and you should conduct yourself however feels appropriate based on your feelings there. Um, but if you're supposed to be an unbiased journalistic you know, journalism like exactly entity, right. then you should continue to operate on that level. And if you don't, then you, well that you degradate the, the medium. The like, brand is like, I'm, I can't take wired seriously anymore. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's a part of me that's like, not that I'm like, it's kind of been tainted. Wired, it's like know. every freaking media outlet nowadays. Where they're like, this is correct. Yeah. This is, this is how it we went through ourselves when, when we're publishing this game. There was a reviewing process and a copy editing process, and there was an approval process, exactly. and the team said that this is a stand that they would like to make. Exactly. Like anyone could tweet anything because there's no approval process. But right. it's like their, you know, their editor in chief said, check. You know, this, I would have been I, I would have been totally fine if they reviewed the game straight up on its merits yeah. and then written and then do it I mean Zeta, do a feature on it, yeah. whatever. Like, I mean like, look, like, even make it part of the make it the top section of review. I don't care. But like for me it it is really just like I mean, it's just a lie about the graphics and stuff. Like I don't well, that, that's, that's not what really is, what I'm yeah. That's, that's the thing. It's like it's literally false you know like, it's a hit piece you, like no, a legitimate yeah nobody can look at hogwarts legacy and be like this is a one out of ten it's right. like you're out of your mind and, the, and to bring it back to the other point where they're saying that the game looks like a ps3 game it's like what what ps3 yeah right what game are you like yeah just standing in that like uh whatever the 
the hall with the floating candles. Oh yeah, yeah. Like I am British term. I am gobsmacked when I <laughs> I'm just like, holy shit, this looks. I so mean, the whole crazy. game is picturesque, yeah. so it's just it it is a really difficult conversation, and it's a shame that it's attached to such a phenomenal game. Sure. Um, yeah. and it is it, honestly like it is such an inclusive game. There are actually there are a lot of gay characters in that game, and their discourse, like you said, yeah. it's the it's not like the way that's portrayed in the media sometimes even that um snl video with mario it's like where the characters just come out and say that they're bi yeah like yeah. <laughs> this game handles it really naturally yeah. like to me it, they, because they don't they don't they don't focus it's not on it exactly it's not it's not focused on to the point where they are making a point yeah, which it just, then it, just turns into it, pandering. It, it, it's normal, it's like, like in right. the game. That's what I love about it. It just, it is what it is. Yeah, it's yeah. like I this, feel. This is where the part of me, I, I, I won't like repeat <laughs> again, but this is where the part of me that's like, you know, if you're gonna fight in battle, it's like look, look at the context here. Like this game is actually really like represents people well. Everyone speaks well, like, except it, for poachers. They do not represent poachers well. Okay. I mean, you straight up murder a yeah. lot of poachers. So. Yeah, and I think that all goblins are bad, except for maybe that one merchant character. <laughs> We'll steer back on course though, yeah. and talk about the game. So, um, so I've also been playing a lot of Hogwarts Legacy, enjoying it a lot. But I'm at I'm at a point now, I'm at a point now where my compulsions are starting to get the better of me, uh, and I'm trying to recognize this. I'm like I'm like zooming out. I'm like, why do I feel this way about this game? Because like the game is great. I I like the combat a lot. I like the um, like I said, the way that the characters speak to each other and all this stuff it feels very natural. It feels like great. Uh, really captures that world. Frankly, I, I'm most impressed with the soundtrack. The soundtrack is so yeah. good. And like all the little like flourishes, like when you do, when you find a secret and da, 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 yeah, like, yo, like I'm about it. Right. Um, but the point that I'm at now is I'm, I'm starting to let my sort of neuroticism take over where I feel like I've, I've unlocked almost everything in the game. Like I'm pretty sure I'm like right there. Um, so now I'm like, okay, let me get into the minutia because if I'm if I'm gonna if I'm gonna complete this game the way that I want to complete it, if I'm gonna get this platinum trophy, there it's going to require a certain level of lift in collect all the bullshit in the world map and all this sort of stuff. So I really just the last like two play sessions, I just mainlined all that stuff. I completely ignored all of my quests and whatever, and I was just like, I'm just grinding this world map to dust. Like that's what I'm doing. And I did that, and I was able to finish the all the Merlin trials, all the demigod statues, all this bullshit, right? Um, and now I'm at the point where I'm just like, oh my god, like I'm I'm I felt like I hit that peak of like, okay, like let me finish this now. Like I think I think I'm done, and I think yeah. it's because I did all of the like boring boring stuff, stuff. all in yeah. A, I mean, row. If you're if you're describing the perfect way to make me hate a game, <laughs> yeah, right, literally. Right. Well, Am I going grocery like, shopping? Yeah, because you know what it is. This this is almost like this. Is, I like quit doing those immediately, and I was just like, I guess quests are the 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 cream. I feel like this was part of uh part of this neuroticism is inspired by the way that you like finish games or or like play games to their completion, which was I want. I want the perfect landing. You know what I mean? Yeah, you want to do like, all the stuff and I then want, not have to go back. Exactly. Yeah, just I get you. all the desserts now. Just give me the story. Just give me the cool yeah. set pieces. Like, that's what I want. And I just want to ride that out. Because I don't want to get to the end of the game and then, like, stop at the final mission and then just be like, okay, let me go, like, fucking find all these pages and chase all these butterflies. You know what I mean? Like, not trying to do that then. It's like, if I can just, like, I can put on my grind hat and be like, I'm just going to grind it all out and just be done. And then I can just 
enjoy the the final act and you know whatever uh so i'm in the the throes of that now and it's uh i get that i pick it it is better the fact that i've I've finished that stuff and now i'm back on like primary uh missions and stuff it is great like the the missions are are awesome yeah they're really good i really do enjoy them and they bring you to different places and they have you doing different stuff and you know some light stealth here some crazy boss fight there like that is the one thing that stopped me from exploring too deeply into places because the main quests take you all over the map yeah so it's like i kind of want to let it take me yeah i think that's what i'm at too because i've learned that accidentally finding places that i shouldn't be at sometimes i've explored an entire dungeon and i'm like there's nothing here why is this here yeah and then it's like it's a story thing later feels like an mmo yeah so, so I, I will say that going through this process at least from a trophy perspective there are there are things that you should care about in the game and things that you should absolutely not care about in the game like when you say there's like a million things to do on the map like easily a third or more are completely useless like you don't need to worry about them at all like well don't even tell me yeah no, no, i kind of just want to like i won't yeah but like yeah. Way to jump ahead of that, because I was about to say the same thing. I, I'm just like, so I'm, so my opinion sort of, like, I told you the good parts, but it, it's, there's no doubt that this game is an open world game. Yeah. And there are those pieces, and I think they've done them very, like, in-universe, artfully, for the most part, like, well in this game. Mm-hmm. But it's hard to avoid, and it's still, I, w- I do find myself in those pitfalls of, like, going from point to point, and I... I did, I, I borrowed a fraction of Skirbo energy and I mainlined the Merlin trials, which are the yeah. worst ones. Yeah, yeah. That, that's, that's the, the worst ones. They're so boring. Um, they take too long, they're boring, and they're not, They're. it's just not efficient or fun. It's just like, yeah. you, you have to drag you, these balls over this cliff? What the? F- <laughs> so the most powerful wizard of all time is like, I will set up a puzzle where this guy jumps from brick to brick yeah. five times. Right. <laughs> and like, that's it. Some of them you Merlin. Don't have to. If you're on the broom, you could just coast over them. Oh, that I've tried the broom, but it, it didn't activate. It but works, if you get low enough, it works sometimes. Okay. Some of them don't do it, but I remember doing one. And I was just like, man, I don't want to do this. And I got on the broom and I was just like, oh, boop, 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 done. <laughs> but at, like, you know what? So dumb. Like, at least that one is obvious. And it's like, if you see those, blo- those things, you're like, okay, I just have to run across this. Yeah, yeah. But I'm hunting down for the ball or the little the tops or even the blasting things and the the flippy rocks the two that suck the most are the flippy rock ones and the put the fireflies in the lantern one oh i hate because you can never find them and they're they're like oddly far away are like really in stupid places too but i i agree where that those are the ones that i wanted to do first because i was like these are so not satisfying they yeah. take a lot of effort to do and it's like would i rather like go to a bandit camp and like kill everyone there and open a chest and have that like satisfying gameplay loop, that's all i want or like run in circles and you know find fireflies and then bring them back to a thing uh one piece of advice that i will give you because i i didn't do this until way late this is only if you care about the platinum all, there's literally no reason to do this unless you care about the platinum um but the butterflies the stupid butterfly things they don't appear on your map and you do need to do all of them which is stupid they appear in your mini map and while you're oh because i was like i said not if you open the world map and look they're not on there so so if i see them i should probably just do yeah like stop whatever you're doing and just go do understood do you get any actual physical reward from it you get a collectible reward from it which is one of many things it could be a a new way for your no, it's actually to look in your room of requirements. Yeah, it's or maybe actually a new outfit piece <laughs> oh, or man. something like that. 
Because I've definitely seen these butterfly like. Oh, dude! Part. I actually, look, I bypassed it for thirty, like yeah. thirty something hours into the yeah. game, and then I, I literally, as I was looking at trophy stuff, because I was like almost there, they were like, "Don't skip those," and I was like, <sighs> "I'm all about the room requirement." And like, when, sometimes when I get something cool out of that, like they give you some really interesting dude, stuff. Late game room of requirement is way cooler than it started out. When, like yeah. when we were talking about it last time, I was like, "Yeah, it's all right. You could customize." I know it gets and, like, and now it's like. 10 times cool. Okay. Than what all right. It was. All right. Okay. I know. All right. It's amazing. I'll play the game. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, I'm just kind of in that flow right now, but now I'm back on primary missions. And I feel like it, in my head, I'm like, okay, I just want to, I just want to be done now. Like, I, I, I hit that level. Like, I just want to be done. But then every time I go through like a cool mission, I'm like, okay, this is actually awesome. Like, I, I like this a lot. That's so I try, I do try to flip it. So, I want that, like, I'm ready to be done state. Yeah. And then I'll do the crap. Yeah. But I don't know. So we'll see where I'm at like in a week, you know, because I do get caught up in the weeds sometimes with this. And yeah, it's still I mean, everywhere I go is just this picturesque, beautiful. Like I get the combat down. I have my combos that I like. Yeah. Like, oh, another interesting comment. Yeah. You know how you bought the expensive broom? And yeah. You're like there was no point to buy the expensive broom. At some point, if you care about the platinum, you have to buy the expensive broom. So <laughs> you did the right thing. OK. There's a lot. <laughs> I of mean, them. I'm pretty like. Flush What's with the, cash. Thank you. Flush with yeah. cash. So I'm not I'm not too worried about it anymore. It changes pace in the second half but, of the game for sure. But like, like at early game, I was strapped. I, yeah. I mean, I was doing well and I blew a lot of like five thousand is a good chunk of early game cash yeah. on that wand. And I was I like, barely over that amount of money on that yeah. broom. But yeah. uh yeah. It makes a difference. It makes a difference. So that I'm I'm really not moving on to any other game until I'm I'm done with this. So. Yeah, that sounds about we might, right. I mean, maybe if we play Wild Hearts, that'd be cool. Yeah. I'm surprised. Um, uh, okay, last thing is that out of all the things you can do in this game, I'm surprised that they would give you like a time trial attack thing with the broom and then show you that there's like a leaderboard of random CPUs where like you should be able to do this if you really tried hard enough, and then you do it and you get nothing. Yeah, like that was so frustrating Don't and unfortunate because I stayed up till like two in the morning was just. There- was there any in-game reward? No. There wasn't even an acknowledgement that you beat it except for what he says or what your character says at the end, which is like, woohoo, I did it. Or like, uh, <laughs> I knew I could be my time. Yeah, there, there are... I, I hate that. When uh, I did, getting Why would you even off. give me a leaderboard to look at? And it, I can't believe how difficult that first time is too dude i was like i was like really honing in on like okay so i'm just gonna tap each of these like rings on the side and like make sure i don't stray away yeah from, i'm like min maxing the movement i had a near well as close to a near perfect run as i wanted and i was like damn that was pretty good and i still got second so i was like i'm not doing this i'll, yeah. I'll, I'll come back when i have a better broom there's like points in that race in the first race when you're like doing that that i'm like oh, I could have done this a little bit faster. And then when I started stringing them together and I was like, oh, cool. So I'm like actually catching up and I think I could do it. That's when I stayed up really late to just yeah, keep and, going and I, going and I going. I will do... And I will say, you run off course and you wait for that ticker to go down. It does restart. Okay. Yeah. Not that it matters. Because not that it matters because matter. I'm not going to do them anymore. I, w- I will also say, glad we're all on the same page here. Another thing for the platinum trophy you do not need best times on those no, okay. yeah. all you need to do is beat the, the like you know the first girl that challenges you yeah, yeah. as long as you beat her time you're done. i like that she brags she's in like sixth place or yeah. <laughs> okay <laughs> so like, sucks this is it sounds like me in like every competitive game I know. this is gonna be funny but so my sister's playing and i watch her play and with that girl specifically right there's like a weird rivalry going on between you and her but if you're a female character which my sister is and you talk to her 
it looks like they're going at a like a passive aggressive fight back and forth. Like it's like even if you choose like listen, bitch. Yeah, like literally, it's it <laughs> feels like they're like going at each other thro- at each other's throats. And then when I played the game and I answered the exact same way. It felt like they were flirting with each other. It was really, it was really weird. Have you noticed that two of the other girl characters, I don't know their names offhand. Wait, let me try to remember. Poppy is yeah. one of them. So the and then beast girl. Like, I want to say the name Sophitia, but I know that that's not <laughs> Cassandra. That. Yeah. Also, there is a hilarious character named like Chelsea Tugwood. <laughs> I saw that. <laughs> I saw, the first time I read that, I was like, no way. That wasn't a first I know. I saw that. Oh, my God. Hysterical. Uh, uh, but so the poppy girl and this other girl, it's like an S name that's really, really long. And the last name's like Flannery or something. I don't know. Okay. Um, have you noticed that their eyes are just bugging out whenever you're talking to them? Probably. When I, I talked to one, there's this girl who's like, she's really smart and she wants to like quiz you on things. Oh, yeah. Like, What's the biggest ball in Quidditch? <laughs> Lady, calm down. <laughs> I didn't notice anything like too weird. I don't know. I just feel like I, she's like kind of like leaning back. And, I like, def- her eyes are really wide. It's like, yo. I definitely cool. noticed that there are differences in level of attention for NPCs. Oh, like <laughs> there are like characters in towns that you're like talking to and they just like, they look like NPCs with low grade textures and they're not that great. But then you talk to like, the main quest characters or characters around like the, the castle or Hogwarts. And you're like, okay, they spent way more time on those eyelids. You heard noticeably bad, poorly animated and like their movements are just bad are the main character. They're not main characters, but Rookwood and the people in the paintings. Yeah. yeah. Like they're so stiff and their movements are just like awkward. Mm. It's like they were made way early in the game and they're like, ah, they're paintings. Whatever. We'll just leave them. You know, one thing that I I will say, yeah, like this is like a big kudos to this game because it's the, it, it's the first time I've ever seen this happen. And I'm like, thank God. Like it's, it felt like the winds of change were upon us where you enter a quest or something and say you're talking to a character and like you are following them to a destination. Like you are not trapped at their walk speed. You can run and they will run with you. Yeah. I have like, Oh my God. I've seen a few other games to it, but it's like, that is, it's so rare and it's so nice when you come across it. I just remember in Witcher, like I remember doing that in Witcher at some point and like the person was walking like, Faster than walking speed, <laughs> yeah. but way yeah. slower than running speed. And I was like, this is the most frustrating. Yeah, because yeah, then you're like running yeah, up and right. then catching uh, up and then course. you're slowing down. But in this game, it's like if I start sprinting, they are sprinting and they are yeah. right next to me. It's and funny. I mentioned that because when you say the animations, the last time I did this, I was same exact running animation next to somebody, same exact climbing animation at the exact same time. I was like, okay, like that's it, fine. It's actually funny. Pass. Yeah. The one time that that made sense to me was when you were with... I think uh, are they goblins? I don't even know. Like the are they dwarves? Goblins like, are the they're evil ones. Yeah, but like they're sorry, mostly nice evil. Yeah, there was one that you would talk to, and he was like, "Here, I'll bring you to the place." Oh, and then when you name something, yeah, I don't remember. But like Lodgok, Lodgok, T name. Okay, <laughs> but you, I, I walk like I did exactly what you said. Like it would force you to walk instead of like jog, and then so I walked with him, and then like less than 30 seconds into the dialogue, the dialogue's over, and then we're walking for the next, like, three minutes, four minutes. But then uh, when I I redid that spot again, because I wanted to know whether or not the timing would be proper if I could, like, move faster, and then I did try running, and I did run, and then by the time you get to the place, he, like, ends the dialogue, 
naturally and then like two seconds later is like oh and here it is and i'm like okay so they did expect me to run here there are so many cool things that happen like that like i i just i came across a tweet recently that was talking about dead space i didn't notice this when i played Dead Space. when you play that but you know uh you know in spider-man how there's vo recorded for when spider-man's not moving yeah swinging yeah they did the same thing in dead space depending on how high your health is so oh, like amazing! If you're at full health, you talk normally, but if you're at low health, he's like, gassed. Ugh. Yeah. Oh, yeah, nice. That's, that's, thing. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, it's like a, that was really cool. It's like a doom almost like yeah, yeah. situation. Yeah, they did that in uh, Red Dead too. When you're on the horse and like you're talking to somebody farther away, like Arthur will be yelling, and then when you're close and you're like walking oh, with the horses, yeah. they're like talking normally. Guys, video games are good now. Yeah, I mean, you know what I thought of actually? So you mentioned Red Dead, which made me think of GTA, which made me GTA is great. Compare it to. Hogwarts, and I was like, you know what would be interesting if they did for Hogwarts? If they added a first-person mode, I'd play that game. Imagine I don't know if I would actually. I kind of the, the broom flying. The broom down. would be cool. I yeah. just I do really like seeing all my spells. Yeah, the, yeah. The, there is a lot of like flourishes and stuff, and, and you're like, I know you. Stuff. I know you don't have this spell yet, so earmuffs. But the transfiguration, so much fun. Yeah, it is a cool thing. Like, if you upgrade it too. Dope. So good. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but, it was fun before because I would. No, it goes from like good to like fucking broken. Because you, like... you freaking you turn someone into a barrel, and then you, if you lift them up and just drop them, they die. <laughs> like, oh my god! And then the upgrade is just so. I feel yeah. like such a badass. It's such yeah. a good opening move when you go into oh combat. God. You're just like boom, and you throw it, and yeah. then you're just like you in. Probably it. saw it in the thing where you like turn people into an explosive barrel. It's, it's he's it's, like it's, no it's, maybe it's like the top thing in the talent tree. But, uh, oh, I did look at all of those. Yeah. yeah. So one of them is you transform somebody into an exploding barrel. So, like, you start out of combat and people are like, there's the guy. And you're just like, bloop, boy. <laughs> throw him immediately at someone else. And it's just. Oh, it's so good. I, I've even come across, like, um, Sounds one brutal. of those super. And it's like, they have a name at the top and a health yeah. bar. And I'm like, barrel. Dude. And I just, like, throw him and he's dead. This, one hit. Wow. This is one of the funny byproducts of, like, so I, I think I'm level, like, I don't know, 36 or 37 now. So it's like, I'm pretty arguably overpowered compared to like most of the world yeah. and doing all the exploration stuff. That was the point where I was like, I, I went to one of the infamous foes and they walk up and they're like, I'm lady <laughs> of the castle. And you're like, no, you're not blocked. <laughs> Just, uh, it's, it feels cool. And, and I don't have it yet, but like I've used it in the dark arts arena, but, and I've talked to my friend who has it, but you get Avada Kedavra, Avada Kedavra, the killing curse, ah. which did you, I mean, you've, Damn it! The there chair it is. Again. Um, we need, we there it is. Ugh. We just need to keep this chair every on. time. Yeah. That. yeah, it's only me. Keep everyone on the toes. Um, it's the it kills you in one hit. Yeah. Uh, it's it's a, it's the last of the unforgivable curses, yeah, curse spells, yeah. and you get it in this game. And before you actually get it, you can play like the the there's a dark arts arena that lets yeah, you test yeah. out all of them. But you get it later in the game, and it's like really good i mean yeah. even in the dark arts arena i didn't use any of the dark arts oh you didn't it's no. like i did i did that arena i finished it but i also was like i'm not going to use these why i feel dirty oh um, man i'm using all they, of them i i don't have any context for harry potter but the first time that it's ever talked about in the game they're like they're like this is the hate spell and you can't cast it unless you really mean it and i was like oh man like are you waiting to get no. to that point where you really mean it maybe I mean, wow. no, you're you're thinking about it the right way because yeah. I mean that is how it's portrayed in the show. Yeah. Or, if you uh, use it to like, uh, sorry to interrupt, but if you do use like under that context, it, like more flagrantly, it kind of loses its power. 
like it's interest it's like well, intrigue good. it just becomes another so tool this is my light role play where i'm just like, yeah I'm just not using this i stuff. i get that what am i gonna i respect that this poacher that yeah much? right Dude, I mean, you're killing him already. I'm surprised. Killing him already. I'm surprised it's even in this game. Honestly, like, there's some dark shit in this game. Yeah, it's way darker. Like, I recently passed a, a section where somebody just straight get gets eaten. Yeah. Actually, wait. That happens at the very beginning of the well, game too. The dragon just straight. Oh, the dragon. Yeah. Right. Also, I can't tell you how many. This is not like any other game where it's like, hey, oh, please save my brother. He's in that cave. And yeah. you go in the cave fucking dead he's dead <laughs> like yeah. he's upside there's, down there's or torn up like three missions where it's just like can you save my friend mary it's like you come back and you're like bro mary <laughs> yeah mary yeah. god yeah. turned into a zombie like, oh my husband and you're like lady your husband dead it's, <laughs> it's cr- like, there's wow. so many quests where it's like and i'm like don't get me wrong that's i'm fine with that because yeah. it's just but well, it's just crazy it, it's just <laughs> it is it is darker than you expect it to be but it's also again talking or coming back to how the characters talk to each other I've never heard somebody say your loved one is dead in a nice, yeah. or, like. I'm so face. sorry to tell you, but literally, like, and you'll see the character's face get sullen, and they're yeah. like, "I'm so sorry." Yeah. I, I I don't want to bring you this bad news, but unfortunately, they have passed. And then you it's see the nice. terrible animations of the NPCs. <laughs> yeah, right. I'm just like, wow, you didn't even try, guys. Yeah. Anyway. All right. Let me touch on two other games that I think are worth touching on. Okay. With one brief aside, brief aside, brief aside. I played a bit more of that uh, power washer game. Honestly, <laughs> now, honestly, it's kind of cool. It is very uh, brain dead, though. Yeah, it's like you know, <laughs> it's a tech horizontal style. or vertical. The thing is, is it takes more attention than just like autopiloting it. Mm. Like you have to actually pay attention to what you're doing. But like you know, I'll I'll just listen to a video or something. It's like a good like I I don't want to play anything, but I also just don't want to like I I want my brain to still be active, but I don't want to care. That's the game I'm playing. Yeah. Um, I've spent I don't know how much we talked about it last week, but I spent a lot of time with uh, Final Fantasy Theat Rhythm. Oh yeah. Uh. It's phenomenal. It's so good. I realized that that game, like, the RPG elements, like the battling and stuff, it's there. Yeah. But really, it's just a medium to... Listen to music. To experience some of the best video game music. Yeah. I'm yeah. surprised it got rated so highly. It's or great. Music. I mean, it, it's really leaning on these are the best songs <laughs> that you'd also created in 20 years kind of thing. And then it's also tried and true, like, kind of like... 35 years. The tried and true kind of like video game mechanics of like the feeling of the rhythm and the beat and like pressing the buttons at the right time yeah. equally challenging like there i feel like and i am surprised also that it got such good reviews but at the same time it's like well compared to what like how do you how would any reviewer go into this game and like think that like it would be a worse off game it's right what's, Espec- not, what's not to like like I mean, exactly it's like, like well, I think the mechanics like- <laughs> are proven. The music is proven. Like the animations are pretty cool. The way that they set up the storyline and like the 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 pathways of going through each of the songs, kind of interesting enough for me to want to continue playing. It's like there's really nothing not to like about this game. That, that is exactly it. And I think in a lot of ways, it's like okay, like if if we're judging a game based on like when I hit go, how do I feel? Yeah. Right. I feel great. Yeah. Like like I turn that game on, and it's just like. I love everything that, I he- that yeah. I'm hearing. I'm seeing quirky, cute things. Like, these are all characters that yeah. I know, but represented in really interesting, funny ways. And then, yeah, there's this, like, light menu navigation thing going on to, mm-hmm. like, find the songs that you want. And, you know, and then you play the song. The song sounds great. And, yeah. like, you know, it's it's all... Uh, 
it's great. It's yeah, great. I feel like it's funny. I'm actually like pacing it in such a way where I'm like, okay, let me like, I want to play the games that I don't like first, mm-hmm. or the ones that I care about less. So, because then it's like, because like Final Fantasy VII, that's all the desserts. Final Fantasy IX, Final yeah, Fantasy X, yeah. It's like those are the ones that I really want to play. And I yeah. and, but I, I fear that if I go and play Final Fantasy IX now, it's like. When am I going to care about playing Final Fantasy? That's a good point. Yeah. You know what I mean? You got to do all the other stuff first. It's the yeah. same thing with the Merlin quests. Exactly. <laughs> I get it. I get so it. Finished all of Final Dude, Fantasy 5. I get it. All Final Fantasy 1. I'm going through Final Fantasy 2 now. And just kind of backtracking just a tad, but like if you're thinking about like who's going to get assigned to play this game at all these different yeah. news places, it's like they assigned the Scurbo and yeah. everyone's like, I'm game. You yeah. Know, yeah. Who's right. Final Fantasy guy? Yeah. yeah. Right. This you want to your... listen to this music for hours? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes, I do. Yeah. Nine out of ten. Uh, exactly. Um, so then the other game, the, the more important one. I started uh, Atomic Heart today. I've only played it right. for about an hour. It's been very short. Uh, brand new game. Came out. Tuesday, yesterday, and yesterday. looked incredible from the trailers. And and I'll tell you what, in in game thus far, again, I've played for under an hour. So for context, I have entered the game, I have gone through the whole prologue, I understand the world and the vibe and all this sort of stuff. Uh, I've engaged with the combat a little bit, you know. So I'm starting to get the feeling of what this game is. I don't know the whole world of it, or like, how, is it open world? I don't know. You know what I mean? But like, we'll we'll see. But so far, it is, uh, it's visually gorgeous. It's like, it's unbelievable how good it looks. It's, it's easily, like, the first area that you're in, easily one of the best looking games on PS5, without question. Like, it is freaking gorgeous. And I don't think you're the only one. Like, I think that's, that's definitely that's one of the common themes. Yeah. yeah. I'm telling you, it's nuts. Now, granted, when stuff starts getting a little crazy, there is some weird frame rate stuff going on. Okay. I can't tell for sure yet, but it's it's not the whole scene, right? So, like, imagine that there's characters, there's, like, the world, there's the characters, and then there's effects. And it seems like different pieces are rendering at different frame rates. Now, I also have not messed with any settings yet. I am just playing what the game started at. It looks amazing. Um... But, like, there was one scene where a character, like, breaks out of a floor, and it looked like the character was running at a slower frame rate than everything else that I was seeing. But maybe that was just an effect or something. I don't know. It, it was a little weird. But I want to say most games default to uh, fide- fidelity mode. Fidelity. Yeah. yeah. So maybe that's like, just what's that word I have to adjust. But, uh, yeah, game looks incredible. Now, control-wise, little strange. Um, it's very fast Hmm. and what i mean by that is like the slightest movement of the right stick it's like boom like you're like Hmm. it it feels like the game is optimized to be played with a mouse and keyboard is is my initial versus like hogwarts it's really slow i had to increase the sensitivity acceleration i hate i hate that feeling like yeah when a pc first person game gets ported over and it just it it's sharp it's sharp it was a lot like that yeah you know um now here's the thing. It's not it's not a deal breaker. It's the kind of thing that it's like it's going to it's going to require that being the game that I'm playing for an extended period of time to get used to, you know? oh, Yeah. But right away it's like there's a there's a weird feeling there. Now, the important piece to this is that like just based on what I've played so far, this game is very strange. It is like really bizarre in the way that it's being presented on a number of different levels. First of all, it's just like the characters and situations are totally off the wall. 
So to contextualize this, this is the uh, part where I was like, it's a weird socially contentious game. Is that the, it's a uh, it's if after World War Two the Soviet Union like USSR essentially like won World War Two and then their technology just advanced insanely from like the 1950s forward to the point where now it's like autonomous robots. Like one of the primary themes that takes place in this whole thing is that they the overhead uh, corporation that makes a lot of this technology made a thought control device and it's starting to be instituted by people and things go wrong. Um, hmm. Also, most uh, like buildings and operations and stuff are being run by robots. So like something's going wrong with the robots. What's happening with the robots, right? But there's a heavy, heavy scoop of like uh, Russian flavor and lore on top of this whole thing like it is clearly clearly a russian game like Hmm. russian iconography everyone has a russian name that they're talking to each other about like they often talk about like frankly very like communist style Mm -hmm. like dictatorship style organization in like a positive light like it's just what is this a russian game like yes made made by russian developers okay Mm -hmm. okay yeah this is why it's contentious because a lot of people are like we're currently embroiled in a you know potentially early strokes of a world war type situation with russia so why we play you know Mm -hmm. whatever but i was kind of like i want to see what the game is this is a new developer so i have no like i don't think that there's it's hard to make games not political, but it is clear that this game is like a heavy layer of like, you know, uh, what's called like propaganda, ru- like Russian <laughs> propaganda, basically, mm. like in in a way, right? Is um, it actually like, are you, are you, uh, what's the word, combating the propaganda, or are you adhering? You are a Russian? Yeah, you are a Russian part of this organization, and then something within the organization is fucked up basically Mm. so it's like your people made these robots your people made this thought control and you're helping the and now something is wrong with the robots so it's the people versus the robots i see interesting fascinating yeah um Hmm. now there's there's a big there's a big uh emphasis on like the biggest comparison is that this is like a bioshock game yeah which i think is a very apt comparison because it's all world building very bioshock infinite where like the first place that you see is like a city that's built on a floating platform in the clouds you know yeah very very similar to it um supposed to be like the pinnacle of like um a time period and humanity is at it's like best kind of basically yeah and and it got there through russian technology right? right um so when i say the game is very bizarre what i mean is like like i said the themes are rooted in a place that i think as Americans, we're kind of unfamiliar with. Like, there's a lot of names and mannerisms and 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 iconography that we're just not used to seeing, and it's just so that's that's an interesting element to it. But also, like, just characters are super weird. Like within the first within the first ten minutes of the game, you are uh, assisting a granny shooting down robots with a rocket launcher. Like an old lady is like picking up a rocket launcher and shooting stuff. And he's, and you're like, Hey, can I have a gun? And she's like, no, Sonny, this one's mine. And like, she's shooting down robots. And you're like, what the, like what? Like, this uh, is just strange. Yeah. That, it's a wacky. Was, so it was one criticism that stuck out. Like, and I didn't, I didn't dig deep into reviews at all, yeah. but there's one thing that sort of floated to the surface that I kept seeing. Yeah. And it's that, um, the dialogue rivals Forspoken for being like, oh. so, so this is the thing, the dialogue, the actual written dialogue, I don't think, at least from what I've seen so far is like bad. It's not great. Like they're not winning any awards for this dialogue. Right. <laughs> But what it really feels like, and and again, maybe this is just the perspective that, you know, 
American playing this game, which I imagine many of the people playing this game right now are American. <laughs> but, like, it feels like because so much of it is, like, like so draped in Russian stuff, you would imagine that the characters would be speaking Russian. Mm. Maybe I should just change it that way. But the way that the character is voiced fully feels like a, like, you paid somebody off of Fiverr. Oh, no. She has a second language whose who's yeah. language is English, primarily Russian-speaking, and they're trying to sound like a natural American person, but it just sounds very stilted and weird. Like, it just like it sounds like it's coming from a robot, like an AI wrote it or something. Oh, uh, interesting. It's super strange. And the feeling that I get is like, okay, this is an all-Russian studio, so they probably hired an English-speaking Russian person to do you know these voices and stuff so it just it feels just strange like almost it, like a, they hired a translator and it's sort of like this person's just basically sort of like by, the, the, like, by the book and what i mean is like the way that they'll say certain sentences just doesn't have the natural inflection a native speaker would put on certain words so it, it just feels very unnatural inorganic you know it, it just i don't know so interesting so far uh i'm definitely still game like i'm i'm ready to to continue to dig into it i'm actually like i saw the reviews and coming back kind of like and it's not like they're all consistently like sevens it's it's in like the mid sevens right now but it seems like some people really love it some people love it so i'm very interested to hear like once you get some more time into it like how you feel about it after you put some hours in because some people are like this game's game of the year but then yeah it's still floating around a seven so it's like there's something here, but yeah, the most contentious thing that I heard, and this was like obviously because I'm neurotic and I have to think about how I'm giving trophies in these games. But I was first like, okay, well, what difficulty am I playing on? And right away, I knew there was a problem because there's a trophy tied to beat the game on hardcore mode, and it's like, okay, and that's probably tied, right? And it's like, well, it's like easy, right? I understand what the game is asking me to do, but then you go to the difficulties, and there's only three, and the the highest one is called Armageddon. And it's like, was this just a translation problem? Like, <laughs> oh, interesting. Oh, what? So, you know, so I'm like, this is weird. <laughs> um, but I have heard that the game has some heavy difficulty spikes at certain points. Okay. So I don't really know what to expect. I'm not really like foreign to this kind of stuff. The game actually, on the face of it, feels a lot like the more recent Wolf- uh, Wolfenstein. Wolfenstein. Games. Yeah. Did you play was, those? Like new. I was about Order to ask. I played one one of them. Not yeah. not the most recent one. The one before There's that. New Order. And new colossus. Yeah, but the most yeah. yeah, the most recent one is kind of like in the same ballpark where like the Soviets have like won and like you're kind of yeah. like Well I just mean in the way that the game feels to like move around and play. Like, oh, like I this see. is a streamlined single player first person shooter. Yeah, I see. You know? Um which I'm not mad at. You know, I, I'm I'm down for something like that. And I haven't played a shooter in a while, I don't think. Apex. Yeah. Yeah, no. So anyway, I'm intrigued by this. Goldeneye. Game. I'm definitely curious to see more about it. That's a retro game. That's a yeah, game. yeah, yeah. Um, that's yeah, so interesting. I'm I'm interested to see more, and yeah, that's that. Yeah, I'm I really want to try Wild Hearts. Yeah, me so too. That's, that's we, the, we should definitely the next thing. Yeah, but is that on? That's on Game Pass, right? Yeah. Did we, we should definitely. Game Pass? Yeah, yeah. It is? Okay, cool. I we think, should yeah, play that cool, soon. Cool. I am interested in that. That other game, uh, Like a Dragon, Ishin, also came out this week. Uh, which that's getting like high 80s. Uh, Is it really? Yeah. Wow. It's crazy, man. I don't know what, like, this year's going to be rough. I know. Isn't uh, Wolong's coming out soon? Wolong comes out uh, first week of March. And which then, is not far That's away. next it's a, it's week. A week. Yeah. <laughs> it's a week, yeah. Um, <sighs> and then end of March, Resident Evil 4 comes out. 
And then I, I saw a thing that said, uh, I think it was either today or yesterday, we're exactly four months away from Final Fantasy 16. Wow. And I was like, yes. Wow. That's it. And there's still so many questions. Like, there could be so many more games coming out. That's what it is. And then there's the freaking the PlayStation events tomorrow, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. But I think that's mostly going to be about VR stuff. I'm excited oh, for and, that. Uh, and Suicide, Suicide Squad, Squad. Yeah. which I'm deadly curious about. Yeah, I am, I am definitely in need of convincing i'm ready to be angry or happy yeah right (laughs) i mean even right now it's still at the bottom of the list and that's not even me being mean it's just me being real like i i really don't have a heavy interest in playing that game currently Mm -hmm. maybe that'll change i don't Mm. it's just so hard to i mean yeah i don't know how i'm gonna slide everything in right now i'm just i'm playing what i want to play and then i'll pick something else up but i feel like i'm just i'm using my money as bookmarks (laughs) <laughs> i'm using my money as bookmarks for games that i now own but i can't play it's such a problem yeah playtime is going to be very challenging for the next month yeah as we gear up for pax east remember everyone we're gonna be at pax east we'll yeah see you there. very exciting i'm excited it's gonna be crazy it's gonna be pretty be crazy. really crazy yes we're excited to see you <sighs> we are excited to uh to just be there yeah spread the love and good times and the good word of Crit rate. Some of the swags coming in, it looks awesome. Yeah, it does look dope. particularly good. It's dope. Oh man, it's, it's so cool. I hope I I hope somebody comes up and was like, "Yo, I was listening to the podcast." I know. Yeah. Say, we'll give you stuff. We will. We yes. said on the last one, you come to us, we give you stuff. Yeah, that's, right. that's how that's how this works. That's right. When we have good stuff, we do. All right. As far as news, I feel like we're kind of coming in on a short week this or a, a, a light week, let's say. Of course, we're recording the day before a state of play goes up. Yeah, so that's great. But um, really, the only big news that I think we saw that could be worth discussing is this announcement that uh, Microsoft and Activision are making a commitment to get their games, i.e., Call of Duty, published on Nintendo platforms for at least ten years, which is funny. Because this is definitely coming out of the whole Activision yeah, yeah. Uh, Blizzard deal. Acquisition. Yeah, what it's, I, it's definitely a... Like, I mean, you, you said it before the podcast, too. It's like, this is definitely like a, hey, look, we're, we're not threatening. Like, yeah. look, we're, we're, we're helping out. Friends. Look at this yeah. commitment. And it's also <laughs> funny because 10 years was exactly the same commitment that they pitched uh, Sony. And they're like, we'll make sure Call of Duty stays on Sony for 10 years. And they were like, not good enough. Yeah. <laughs> like, wait, no. Wait, so how does this even work? Because the the merger hasn't even it's not finalized yeah so how can they guarantee that call how can how can microsoft guarantee that call of duty is going to be on nintendo because it's, it's, it's a promise it's a, yeah it's like, if it, it goes it, through it's, it's just these. a it's just a wink and a nod kind yeah, of exactly. like a okay it on paper as like the, <laughs> who's going like, to screw everybody if yeah. this happens who's going to nintendo to play call of duty games literally nobody who, you know what i keep thinking about i keep thinking about what hogwarts is going to look like on switch that's going <laughs> to release in like june that is going to be terrible yeah yeah i mean so, they put the witcher on switch and it's, it looked terrible. <laughs> and it's funny because like i don't really think that we should have reviews split by consoles and platforms but except for switch except for switch <laughs> i feel like the switch and I think, yeah you you uh, gotta split them. i hate just, that though i hate that there's nothing you, they just run, they run differently yeah, yeah. it's it, impossible to break them to smoosh them together mm. unless you average them and give it a master score uh, can i leave you with a uh, a ridiculous thing of course that, that i'm sure will not surprise either of you but it's just a funny thing because it, it's just happening what so uh a game went on sale this past week uh a game that i actually really like so did you ever play panzer dragoon 
uh, on Sega Saturn. A very long time ago. Sega Saturn, and then there was one on uh, the original Xbox called Panzer Dragoon Orta. That's the one I mm. played. Yeah, that was great. Game. I think I had it. I think that was one of the games that was on a Xbox Magazine demo disc. Yeah, yeah. And I think I played it there. Phenomenal game. Phenomenal game. Uh, so that game had a remake that came out uh, a couple of years ago. I played it on um, Switch when it first came out. Didn't run very well, but it was like cool just to play that game again. Uh, but it was on ridiculous sale on PlayStation for like $2. I've been seeing you play it. <laughs> yeah. So you're seeing me play it because I was like, do I actually care about this game? Now, granted, you can beat, you can beat Panzer Dragoon in 30 minutes. Like it's a short game, you know? Uh, so I was like, okay, maybe I'll, for two bucks, whatever. And then I was like, let me look at these trophies. Like, let me just look at these trophies real quick. So I look at the trophies and all of them are like, you know, beat this level, beat this level. Like, they don't require very much of you. But there's one trophy that makes the entire trophy list total bullshit. Like, total and complete bullshit. Which is to play the game, to play the game okay. for 100 hours. Oh, my God. Wow. That's why it's on. Which is nuts. So, <laughs> 100 hours. Why is that a trophy? So, how, is that, how is that a developer saying... Yeah, this is a content that I install. I put in here you on purpose. Played that game nearly two hundred times from beginning to end. To what the that, hell? Which is bonkers. So, but thankfully, it's a PS4 game. So I have a PlayStation 4 Pro in my living room. You're so stupid. <laughs> I hate you there. so much. So it's been on for two and a half days already. You're ridiculous. And it will likely have to be on for another day and a half. So, but what if it doesn't pop? Like, what if it needs to be it active? Will. It okay. will. I check into it once in a while and there's a, a tracker. Oh, there is? In okay. The stats that okay. says how long it's there. But it doesn't, it doesn't lock the time in until you beat a level. So, like, a so day went look- by and I would, like, go and play a level and it's like, oh, 33 hours. And I was like, okay, cool. And then this morning I did it again. It was at, like, 68 hours. All right. Like, so, you're going to be done in the next, like, two or three days. I think it was by, like, tomorrow night yeah so anyway there's a been a playstation running non-stop for three days <laughs> ridiculous crazy it's gonna be worth it i'm yeah, adding yeah. it to the you know the beat it 2023 when mm. i actually beat it mm. gotta do what you gotta do Got like eight games deep it's pretty cool yeah those game boy games on switch definitely accelerate you, you've changed that, that dial you're burning a hole in the bottom of that dial over there which one the di- the, the, the platinum dial the gift that he oh, gave I you i did I, I changed it once already that was for dead space dead nice space was the first one yeah and then hogwarts will probably be the second and then that'll probably be the third and then hopefully atomic heart but we'll see nice we'll see but for now why don't we wrap up everyone it's been a good uh it's been a good podcast i think we've been on for a while kind hmm. of an update kind of an update as more games come out and more news happens been an exciting year so far and i think it's just going to keep going certainly we'll have more to discuss next week but for now, thank you, Justin. And thank you, Alex. Thanks, Thank everyone. You.